Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. My nose hurts. So you guys decked in the face yesterday pretty hard. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, I feel like the soreness of the cartilage. Oh, yeah. Right here. That's where my my brand new cartilage is. Could, That's what I, I'm being I don't told. feel like it's broke. I heard a crunch one time and I thought it broke because I heard <laughs> when the guy punched me directly in the face. And I, I have to check all the time if things are broken. My, my coach goes, if you can talk, your jaw's not broken. There's but I'm like, it hurts really if bad. I, if I pinch, you might have. If I hurt it, it hurts more. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, since your nose isn't even a bone, if you, you're not technically breaking a bone, you're just breaking the cartilage. Something right? like that. But like, what are you doing when you're like resetting it? And I see people. Oh, I've never, it, I've it never cracks. done that. Where I see <laughs> people do that where it's in movies and stuff, but like you can't, I watched a movie the other day I actually. I feel like, like moving around. Apparently there's no nose bone. It's just like a hole. Yeah. Yeah. You have cartilage. It, it's cartilage. It's like really cartilage, hard cartilage. Okay. Yeah, well, this is supposed to move. This yeah. is all brand new for me. They, actually starting right here, all the way to that. Like, this right here used to be really like floppy and nothing, but now it's like there's something there because oh. they put new cartilage in and oh, then wow. they put new cartilage right here inside. The so tip that's of what my you're nose. talking about when you're like, don't break my nose. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> this has all been reconstructed. So. Oh, God. Honestly, after the fight, I I'm kind of already accepting it. I feel like I'm going to have to get a, another rhinoplasty or a septoplasty. Now, is this going to make you go easy on them? Well, is the podcast started already? No, we haven't introduced it. Oh, okay. I'm, can, I'm waiting to introduce. I was like, it. we can lead in with casual conversation and introduce it. Like okay. We can already have started it. If okay. You want. This is the alternative episode. Yeah. Indie indie art. Well, I'm scared. Dad, listening will. to. 
Yeah, you dad. Know. Dad's gonna go ham on you. I just hope dad doesn't. Uh, I, I just want him to go easy on the nose because now, now hearing that, do you think when you tell dad that Matt wants dad to go easy on the nose, is dad gonna go easy? That I wouldn't know. that dad is a robot, and I don't know what they're <laughs> pumping in him and programming they're giving him. He doesn't have all his emotions either. I mean, it would have been easier if you were fighting me, but now you're fighting. This yeah, robot well, I, I thought I was out. fighting you, and um, I thought so too. And until. I'm really, I, I again, I again, I would like, I extend my sincerest apologies for that diss track because. If I had done more, you know, if if I had known that I that I was fighting dad and not you, I would have uh, never made that diss track. And I just everything I said in that just to it was just a joke. So you don't even need to, just don't even ever watch it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone stop watching and just watch still up the dad and monetize video. though. Yeah, still yes, making money. Just, okay, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I I forgot that I can't get into my account right now. I got locked. Mm. But yeah, oh, but that, I hope I hope that dad, might be because the YouTube server that runs the mm-hmm. dad channel might have logged in and they might be taking over your channel. They do that a lot. I don't know. I, I just can't get in over there. And it's still it's still monetized. But that's I've I tried to demonetize it. Oh, you can't get in to turn off the monetization. Yeah, yeah. I can't oh, even get in and take it down. I, I would have taken it down by now. Trust me. <laughs> but yeah, dad's got to go easy on the nose because, you know, it's but this is reconstructed. Well, so what this I've brand learned, new. This is a bit. It might be hard to follow this, but um, to understand, Dad, the robot man from the YouTube server, the one that I'm fighting, the one you're fighting, is a clone. Technically, they grew him based off of my image, and also he has all of my knowledge and information. And this other guy, Andon, who's from another planet, they pumped this robot with all the information that I've ever learned. So he has all of my training in him. So whatever I've learned, he learned, but now he's off learning his own things too. And he's like, there's a video coming out. I, cause I can, I can log in and see all this. There's a video coming out of his training on Monday. I don't know when this Ooh. is going to go up. It'll probably be out by the time you guys put this episode out. And he's like, you'll see how he's been training. I don't know what he's doing, but I hear them down there. I'm in the facility now too. I'm technically trapped in a VCR. This is wild. I don't want I don't, anyone, I don't expect anyone to understand this. If you watch the dad channel, it'll maybe make sense. But that being said, Nathan's life is insane. It it's is it's unlike wild. anything we've ever seen. <laughs> the, the the situation I put myself in is <laughs> so convoluted. <laughs> but if you watch my channel, dad knocked me out. I'm not fighting for anyone who's listening. Uh, Matt is fighting dad bot. Anyway, dad bot, uh, if he's using what I've learned might have gone easy on your face because something I've been doing in my training is I genuinely feel bad about punching the person. It's hard to make myself. Sometimes I do aim for the forehead because I feel like it's all open with the headgear in the front. I, and my coach goes, stop punching at the forehead. He goes, you have to hit the nose. And I'm like, well, we're sparring and I'm not going all out. I don't want to just break this guy's nose during a sparring. Like I'm just trying to learn. And I would say I like more like getting hit to learn how to block and stuff. So when I do punch, I feel better punching in the forehead for some reason. And I, so I wonder if he has those instincts, maybe he won't aim he, for your I, nose. I, I honestly, I'm hoping so because, uh, you know, if, if my nose gets broken during this match, it's probably going to cost me five, six grand to, and it might not yeah, even look yeah, good yeah, anymore. Yeah, you know, I might Owen Wilson myself. Uh, wow. but I, I have a similar thing when I'm training, like when I'm sparring is like, I'll have a really good punch that I can land. But for some reason I just stop short. Cause it's like, I, I feel bad. You I, like I will like, punch a little bit. Yeah. It's like, it's I like I stopped thing. before actually, like I could have landed it, but I stopped. Cause I almost feel bad. Exactly. I do the same thing. And I, it's like, I'm too I'm I'm like scared to punch my, my, my coach. And like every yeah. time I land a good shot and like sparring or something, I'll immediately like step away and be like, are you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say sorry all the time. I go, yeah, oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry, because I can tell I went hard on some of them. Mm-hmm. And I say sorry. I'm like in there and they're not saying anything because I'm like, I'm like, I'm just, uh, it's probably all because we're not boxers and we're like, 
comedians and gamers or whatever, but like we have, we're just a bunch of professional goofsters and we don't want to hurt anyone. It's weird. It's not in my nature to punch someone. No, it feels really weird. Yeah. Because I mean, this is all new to me. I mean, I've punched Ryan a few times. You've punched me a few times. Of course. So what friends do. Friends, you guys friends. ever get in a fight when you're younger, like a real fight or anything? I've never been in an actual fight. I have gotten one. Really? What, and like we're, we're straight up punching each other in the face. That was, oh, shit. I think I was 13 or 14. We're skateboarding Jeez. in Medway, Massachusetts on the bike rack. <laughs> we were grinding the bike rack. And my friend Tom was just standing on it and no one could go and like grind it. Tom. And he was just Tom Bodge. He wouldn't get off the bike rack. And we're like, Tom, get off. And I was so annoyed. And I just, I just wanted to punch him. So I walked over to him and I just punched him. <laughs> and it was the weirdest thing. I've never done that before. I just like, a, he did get on your nerves. He's kind of like an annoying guy. He later went on. He deserved it. To, yeah. He got in a few car accidents, I think. I maybe I shouldn't be talking about this guy's life, but he's kind of <laughs> a mess. Um, he's I said, uh, I said been like through the, a divorce, <laughs> yeah. you know. Lost a child. He's <laughs> sterile now, actually. Yeah, so he can't have another child after losing <laughs> and one. it's all <laughs> from my fist. I ruined his life. Set him on a horrible path. He did. It was all from that. <laughs> but we got in a scrappy fight where I punched him, he punched me, and then I, I didn't like getting punched anymore. I just kept jump kicking him. I kept like jumping in the air and kicking him so he couldn't get at me. And I kept kick him in the stomach so he would like stay away from me and then he got me at one point and like headlocked me and we like rolled off the curb rolling all around the pavement just like punching each other and it lasted maybe like a minute and a half Damn. and we got up off from the fight and instantly it was this weirdest thing where I felt so bad and he felt bad I could tell where I was like, hey, man, sorry. And he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, too. And, he, and he's like, oh, you punched me pretty good. And I was like, oh, you got me really good, too. And we were like best friends. It was the weirdest, craziest emotional roller coaster in two minutes. I punched my cousin in the face once when I was like 12. And immediately I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And it, well, he started chasing me. Yeah, because yeah, like, he didn't want to get And hurt. as I was running from him, I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and when I ran, I remember I hopped in my mom's lap and I started crying. <laughs> Oh God! How old you are you? Punched someone in the face and then ran to your mom so you couldn't face the repercussions. Yes, yes. <laughs> there's so many stories about you as a kid. You were such a little shit. I wasn't a little shit. You were a little shit. He pantsed his sister, like at some like big event. Oh. I didn't. I did. Okay, I didn't pants her. How old I, were both I of you? I lifted up her skirt. Oh, sorry. No, that's any better. <laughs> no, I can't believe I did that. No, when my was sister it? was presenting at a science fair in front of like a whole like, Oh my God. And I thought it would be funny as a little kid to like, whoop. How old were you? I was like four or five. Okay, okay. And, and, and like when I punched my cousin and started crying, I was like 10 or 11, I think. Okay. Uh, that's still pretty little. But he could he he could easily kick my ass back then. So I, yeah. it's because he was throwing, uh, remember those little, like, those like poppers, like the psst, like they don't even hurt you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But just the little like, like ones the, that come in like the, like the, the gunpowder yeah. cap gun thing. He wouldn't stop throwing those at me. <laughs> and and I was really scared of them. I was scared they were actually gonna hurt. And I was like, stop, stop. This is, and I just did like it was like an instinct. I didn't know what to do. And and I just turned around and I, I just bah, right in the nose. And he was like, Fucker. And I never heard him swear before, so it was really scary. Oh, and man. He, his nose bled like this. You know, and wow. I ran and I ran up. It was at my so, cousin's house. Tell dad to get ready. I was yeah, say, tell dad to good, get ready. I'm sure Dadbot is listening to this because he, he listens to everything on YouTube. They control the website, so they're probably hearing this. Transcribe instantly. it all in his brain. Mm -hmm. Because what he's learning right now is when you punch someone, you run away. And uh, you, what was the other thing? Well, this we was 15, this? 16 years ago. You cry. When Th you this was early 2000s. So... You're just a long boy now, though. Yeah, You're I just was a boy that got long. Exactly. I was short. I was short then, you know. And uh, my cousin, 
you know, we were just like what you with Tom. We were rest of the night. We were cool with each other. And we hung out the rest of the night. And it was yeah, all yeah. Chill. It's like a bonding thing. It's just caveman mentality about like, you know, you can be intense and then best friends. I think that closeness of the battle or whatever brings you close. Yeah, no, I'm just always oh, checking. Okay, okay. I'm just checking the audio to make sure everyone's being recorded. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I, so when I saw so the blank, I, stare I, off. Sometimes I saw just... and I was like keeping it going so that you wouldn't have like a gap to try to edit or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't worry. We cut it all up. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, fuck Tom and welcome to episode 291 of Super Megacast. Wow. Yeah, if you, if you haven't gotten the gist already, this is, this is our guest, Nathan Barnett. Mm, hi, hi, Wait, hi. You, you might know him. F- what? I've always said Barnett, but it's spelled with an A. Is it Barnett? It's Barnett. Oh, Barnett. Barnett. I've have, always said Nathan Barnett. You can say it like that. That's, that's fine. Like okay, most Nathan, people say. So you don't have to accent the A as hard. Sometimes I overdo it, I think. And it's like, Barnett. it makes it too much of a thing. It's just Barnett. I say it's a, little, it's a softer A because it Very is an soft. A. Barnett. But the normal name is usually an E. But it's because when like whoever came over on the boat from Lithuania or whatever, it was, I think it was, it's not this, but it was similar to this. It was like Bear Natoshis was the name. <laughs> It was something, it was Lithuanian and, or Swedish or something. I think it was Lithuanian. And uh, the person who registered the, you know, my great grandfather or whatever, great, great, great grandfather or whoever, they just said Barnett. That's it. They just cut it down and made it to a new version, which is not the normal Barnett. So yeah, there you go. ATT. They just be like, yeah, you're, you know, this has been your family name for like centuries, but. I can't say it, say, so that's so not let's it. just go ahead and just shorten it and make it a all. A lot exactly. of it is to avoid, like, racism or persecution. Like, a lot of, like, the change, like, what I feel like, I feel like the Irish McGee, M-C-G-E-E. Yeah. They Americanize it and then just go M-A-G-E-E. Yeah. Usually they, it's oh, like yeah. Mickey, Mickey, and now it's like yeah. Muggy. Well, it'd yeah. be capital M, lowercase c, capital G, and yep. they're like, let's just Muggy. I guess my family was like, no, we're, a, we're, um... <clears throat> We're American. Maggie. We're American. When we had that Irish guy narrate our- Jacksepticeye? No, not him. It was Jordan Peterson. When, <laughs> okay. when, when uh, that Irish guy narrated our uh, Area 51 video, he was like, Ryan Maggie. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was- uh, Watson is from- uh, Well, I don't know what directly it's from because there's like several ones it could have been from. I've it, seen the list. Is it's that like, like a British thing? Because I think of- It's uh, Scottish. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. UK It's Scottish or, or British. Because I obviously think of Watson from- Sherlock Holmes. I'm like 99 because that's all I know about that word. In like my uh, 23 and Me, I checked. I was like, oh, I can't wait to see what I am. And I thought I would like, like obviously I knew I was going to be like 99% European, but I thought that there would be like at least some more like diversity in there, like a little bit of like Slavic, maybe a little bit of German. No, dude, it's like I'm like 95% just British. Wow. And like the smallest bit of like Irish, a little bit of Scottish, like almost no German, no French, no Slavic at all. Uh, wow. Like a little, little bit Ethiopian. Oh wow! And a little bit um, uh, Ashkenazi Jewish, just a little bit. Oh wow! But the Ethiopian. How was far back does that go? You think? Thousands of years, maybe. Okay. I don't know. I mean, we've only been around for around like six thousand years. Well, yeah, that's when the Earth was created. Yep. But <clears throat> yeah, basically, uh, it came from either McWaddison. That's a good one. Oh. McWaddison. McWaddison. That's, that's my favorite like one to think it came name. from. There's a couple different ones, though. Yeah. I mean, son of Walter. That's oh. like what Watson means. I watched it. Uh, I watched. I, I like Irish names. I'm mean, really obsessed with them. The There's a girl I dated. Her name was Siobhan. I never. It was the first name I ever. I didn't know how to pronounce. It was. It's spelled Sio B. Han. 
And I was like, what the heck is this name? But that's like one of the more famous Irish names is Siobhan. But then there's a segment on Stephen Colbert with what's her name? Uh, Saoirse. Saoirse. I was just about to bring that up. It's felt so weird. The Irish girl. They did this whole segment where she's like, they're like, she would pronounce because like the audience and he didn't know how to say these words. It was like Xerox was like the spelling of some of them. And uh, she would say the real spelling. And it's like one of my favorite things is just looking at like Irish names because they're so crazy and they have more consonants. They look like Russian names almost. And yeah, the language and it, and it's Irish like is Ian. Yeah. <laughs> Ian the, is like C's and X's and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> just throw all that extra oh, shit. Osh like Ian. Osh Ian was one of the names. It looks nothing like Osh Ian, I think. I don't know. I can't remember. It's wild. Some of the Polish. They just throw a bunch of C's and X's and Z's and it's like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, a Polish yeah. name. Yeah. Voski and all that stuff. Yeah. I think I'm Lithuanian and uh, I'm a little bit African. Uh, it's Guinea. I, I can think. see it. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, uh, I don't, I don't know what to say because <laughs> if I say anything, it can't, it won't sound good. <laughs> bit Guinea. Uh, is it Guinea? Is it? Did you call him a Guinea? No, I didn't call him a Guinea. No, 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 I didn't. Is, isn't Guinea? Uh, <laughs> is Guinea in Africa? No, Guinea's. In, like, I'm New, saying New the wrong Zealand. place. Like near, okay, New I'm Guinea. saying the wrong place. My mom would kill me. She tells me this all the time. Where's old Guinea? From. What's that? Ghana? No, I don't know. Oh, well, here's the thing. I should find out right now because my fifth grade, and it's my dad's fourth grade grandfather, was a famous fiddler from Africa who was buried in Cornwall, England. He married a British lady. He's from Africa. He was a slave or something. And then he like got famous as this fiddler. He was like one of the first famous musicians. And he's my great grandfather. Great, 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 great grandfather. Wow. And he he is why I'm part African. I can't remember his name. There's only like a drawing of him because it was some like 17 something or whatever. Is that where you got that beautiful head of hair from? Well, no. Well, uh, yeah. I was gonna say Someone, someone's people? got a little. Someone's got a little brand new. Uh, <laughs> little brand new little hair, you know. Because last time I saw you, you didn't have a. You didn't have quite the. Quite the. No, no. There's a little bit. There's a little more dust up there now. Uh, transplant <laughs> seems like it's going well, huh? How is that? How is the transplant? Does it like hurt or? Um. Oh well. Uh. It's no. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt because you're like numbed up. But um. I only did it because it's like for the characters and stuff. And oh. Like, okay. I I was cool being bald. Like that's like my thing. That was like, uh. Like no, I'm known for it. So like yeah, I played a post on Instagram. But I just don't talk about it too often. Oh. Okay. It's like I, I mean I don't try to focus on it because I didn't want to have like I'm not trying to ever have like a big head, so full head of hair because I can't because I'm fully bald and there's not enough to pull from. Yeah. But I did do it. Yeah. But it was because of the characters because I can make it messier. I can do like a comb over now and it's easier than gluing hair in my head. So um, I don't... (laughs) I didn't know you were going to bring that up. Sorry. (laughs) Oh, that's good. I mean, I don't normally care. We can cut it out. Uh, whatever. I sorry. I don't. I, can, I just. If you, bad, want, man. if you want me to cut it seriously, I no, it's okay. Well, okay. I, no, because I, no, I, ta- I talked to Matt. You might. Want, I talked to Matt earlier. I said just don't bring it up because it's like awkward and hey, I'm a it's little a little goofball. weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right, right, right. I know. We clown on we'll, each we'll, other. We will. We will. We'll re- cut it out. Yeah. 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 Well, no, you're not I'm boxing. At- you don't have to be mean to me anymore. You're boxing dad, not me. Dad bot. Well, you guys have the same head of hair, so. Yeah, well, it's true. He is cloned basically after me, but uh, now, uh, now I have this great. Uh, yeah, well, sorry. Anyways, I, well, just trying to I mean, we can talk about all the, the the drugs you're doing too. Your mom actually commented on that. Did your mom see the things you guys put on YouTube? Uh, yeah, uh, she does, but don't. She doesn't listen to the podcast. Don't bring up the drug stuff. Okay. She doesn't okay. know that. She thinks the well, maybe Dad will mention something well, in another diss track. No. Please don't. That's what she, she commented on the last one. I know. He, so I know that. Yeah, she and he it. didn't mention anything about that. So, but uh, 
Well, you, you know. said my drug addicted chest. <laughs> yeah, but like that could mean anything. Like, yeah, but she, you know, she gets she worries about me, so I don't yeah. want to like worry her. All right, all right, the all right, crack, right. The crack, the crack. I was just trying to. I'm just, just, that's, I'm just that's separate around. from. Yeah, that's fine. Sorry, are sorry. We, just, are we, we can just cut are all this out. Yeah. yeah. I didn't mean to make it awkward. No, no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring up the hair chest. I was just a little annoyed that you said that. No, I. So I was trying to. I was. I didn't want to. I'm not trying to be mean, but I just wanted to. I'm just two wrongs don't make a right. You know. I'm trying to figure out where to just cut back in here. Come back. So talking about nationalities and stuff. Before we were talking about national, okay, uh, yeah. Where are you, Ryan? Where are you? What is your ancestry? Uh, from what I know, I am Palestinian, Irish, Dutch, Indonesian. You got a fucking, and that's all I know. I haven't taken a test. That's just all from. You should what do a twenty three and me, grandparents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I was supposed to do the twenty three and me too. My whole family's done it except for me. And my mom was like, "Oh, you will might be a bunch different than your brothers. Like I might have more African in me than he, my brother Josh does, which is kind of wild. I thought it would be sort of. Yeah, even, I thought that too. I thought that like my sister and I would have the same percentages, but we don't. It's yeah. Different. My you grand- get more of whatever. Yeah. yeah. My grandparents on my dad's side are just both whiteies. Yeah. Both straight up whiteies. My dad's a whitey. Where where are you from? What state? Uh South Carolina. South Carolina. We're both and from South Carolina. Oh, you're both are. Did you guys know each other before? No, we didn't know each other in South Carolina. That's crazy. We met you each met other out here. here? Uh-huh. Really? Yeah, no, people That's think wild. we've known each other our whole lives. We only met in 2015. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you do seem like you were best high school best friends kind of thing. I know, I know. We've only we only met in 2015. Like Wow. Was like that May. on the Markiplier stuff? On editing? Now. Yep. We it, did. Mar- Mark. Well, Mark's not the that's reason. That's crazy to you. It's that we it's, met. It's Mark's the reason I came out here and then ended up with Ryan. And but we Dale, met but because our friend Daniel was really b- better friends with you. Yeah. And I didn't mm-hmm. talk to you at all because you would send me annoying shit on Facebook and I didn't know him. He'd like send me like porn ads with my grandmother in them and stuff. Oh my God. And yeah. I'm just it, like, and I'm like, I don't know you. Well, it'd, be like, uh, <laughs> it'd be like a porn ad where it's like, like, my grandmother sucked me off. And I just grabbed like a picture of Ryan with his grandma from like his Facebook and I'd send it to him because I thought I'd be like, oh, he'll think this is funny. <laughs> it's like, it's talk like, to me. And I'm not like, <laughs> if Daniel said that friends. to me, I'd laugh. But it was just because like, I didn't know you. I'm like, what is but this? See, because I knew Daniel. I thought that like, if I, I knew if I sent it to Daniel, he'd laugh. So I'm like, oh, I bet Ryan's the same. <laughs> So no, I, uh, you were right. Matt's a little, he's a naughty boy. He I'm, a bit, I'm a bit of a naughty boy. Yeah. I'm a bit of a goofball sometimes. But yeah, we met uh, through our friend Daniel because I was making YouTube videos uh, in my freshman year of college and they were making YouTube videos on their channel, Send to Go. Like, yeah, you were kids with problems. Mm-hmm. They were Send to Go. And yeah. then we were like, let's make a video together. So then I flew out to LA in May 2015. And then that's when we made Blonde Boys. We filmed the, our most legendary video. Legend. Would, wait for wait it. What for channel? It. Wait, wait for it. Dairy. Oh, I was like, well, how long Syndigo. is this going to go? What channel was it on? Syndigo. Syndigo was mm-hmm. the channel. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure because I I never find a channel of yours. I've just you on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Do you not have a solo channel? Uh, I used to post stuff like I back in 2014, I think it was 2014 and the beginning of 2015, I would post movie reviews. Are you forgetting about the 200 subscribers? Thank you, special and, and the 200 <laughs> subscribers. Thank you. <laughs> I made a machinima. Do you know what that is? Where you yeah, yeah. They, like I, was, I almost Blue. signed still have that? a long time ago. Huh? I would love to see that video again, dude. That, I that, think, I that think would take me back. I think I made it public just because people were always like. That's so funny. That's like on. that Mr. Beast video where he says like, you know, I want to have like 100 subscribers and then really pop, be really popular. And now he's like the number one. You ever what? see that? He, no, I've never seen it's that. It's one of his first videos oh. on his channel. He's like 15 
talking about how he wants to have like a thousand subscribers. It's seven and he hopes years to do ago. this for his job. It's and that was awesome. It's, yeah, it's wild. Yes, dude. <laughs> this. Is that a gameplay or is that from Red vs. Blue? This is, this is, because you can go in theater mode. Oh, you can. Yeah, oh, I so didn't know I just that. made this. This is awesome, dude. This is bringing back so many memories. Y'all are so amazing. I, I, so it's not even you in it. It's just like the game and then you say thanks. I, I go into the game as the avatar and do what I need to do. And then I yeah. go into theater mode and get the shots that I want. Yeah. Was that Babus font? Uh, I think so. Like Babus knew maybe. We used to all, you mean Daniel always used that It was font. so clean. It was when we watched the documentary and like gushed over the Helvetica font a lot. Helvetica. Too. I was just going to say. It's man. still clean. Second, My favorite font Second ever. favorite font. Still I found a better one. Mm. When I. Was, you don't want to give it away? I'll give it away. Oh, uh, the dad channel uses it because they ripped me off and took everything. This is a long story. People aren't going to understand it. But yes, I did the dad character on my Nathan channel in 2017. And then it was a rip. It got ripped off by this woman, Cheryl, who created the robot. Long story. But they use the same font. And it's uh, something source. Pro. Maybe it's just source pro. Something source pro. Something source okay. pro. If you search so- source, is it on Google fonts? Up. I have that font. Probably. I use it in a premiere. That's where I discovered it was in premiere. It's very it's a great thin. Font. There's a, there's a light one where it's really, really thin. Light, yeah. And then there is like normal. There's like thick. 15 of them. In the yeah. Family. There's a bunch of them. That is so clean to me. It's off of a I Google love it. fonts. It's a yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good one. Google fonts has really clean fonts. I, I, I love I like clean simple. Font. Me too. I love, I love a, Helvetica. Good Wes Anderson. I got into Helvetica because of like Wes Anderson movies because I'm pretty sure he uses Helvetica. It's Jackass for me. Oh, Jackass uses Helvetica. Yeah, the Jackass logo. Helvetica is like the, the all great, the lowercase. You don't need another font. The yeah. Helvetica and Comic Sans are the only two fonts that need to be done. Absolutely. Papyrus. You know, oh, here's a cool Sans story. Comic, the guy who created Comics Sans is from my town of Milford, Massachusetts. Really? Which is the title of a short it's film on short my channel. Yeah, I watched that I know Matt watch. Thank you very much. Thank you. Milford, I and that guy are the two most famous people from Milford. What? In Milford, Massachusetts. Yeah. Damn, okay. So I the think, man who made I Comic think Sans. he died last year or this year, I think. So now, oh. like, so now you now are I, the most I'm, famous, I'm person, the most from famous Milford. person from Milford. Milford, Massachusetts. Was he yes. not included in the Oscars, like in, in memoriam? <laughs> It's a shame. Probably because he died. <laughs> it's also because it's the most hated font in the world. Oh, but it's so... <laughs> it's it's love, but hated. Than Papa, comics. Really? I always thought Comic oh, Sans was like the one. My was, least favorite font ever is that one font. It's It was like built into Windows. Forgot what it's called. But it's like... Wingdings? No, the letters I, I are all wingdings too, yeah. It's like a real goofy one, but like the letters have like... You know I know what, what you're talking about. You know what I'm about. talking about? I don't know the it's name the of it, It's the ugliest font I've ever seen. And it was on every computer back in the day. Does it have, like, balls at the yes. end of each one? Like, almost like a joint? Like, a, like an elbow type, of, but it's rounded? It had, like, or the, like the spikes of and the it was end. all... Let me see if I can find it, because it's disgusting. Dude. Skia? Mom, I'm imagining, I want, like, Mom, I want Babus for, for Christmas. But we already have Babus at home. Impact. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, dude. I love fonts. I, I, is fonts, that what it's called? Fonts are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to make. I was like a couple years ago. I was like, I'm gonna make like the ultimate like font like collection for myself that I'm gonna have on a hard drive that I put on all my computers. And I had like one day where I downloaded like I like handpicked like a thousand five hundred fonts, and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> and then I don't know what happened to it. I just lost it. Oh gosh, your font so, drive is gone. So and now it's like every computer I work on because I work on three or four different computers um, between like my house and our super megaplex and stuff and they all have different fonts on them and it's mm. just like i wish that like fonts could just I wish they were universal or I, wish they, I wish every yeah. computer had every font what, let me find this one I'm, I'm pretty sure it's called when i'm on my phone if i'm making like a thumbnail or something on my phone and i can't get that source one 
I always use Helvetica and I don't think anyone ever notices the difference. So it's always the safety one. That's what yeah. I, is, is the other font like just a little shorter? It's just like, I think it's rounder in the joints and like the curves okay. and stuff. I don't really know the difference. It's like a simpler, more futuristic sort of Helvetica. Mm-hmm. It's cleaner. It's like modern Futura. sci-fi. That's how I think of it. Futura is the font. Uh, Futura is a good one too. The Supreme logo is Futura. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Futura is good. I like that one. Classic. Garamond. Maybe that's the Wes Anderson one. No, I think it's Helvetica. I'm trying to find a. I love big titles over like wide shots. It's yeah, like my yeah, yeah. Thing. I love a. I love the airplane title, in the movie Airplane. It's oh like, yeah, yeah, real yeah. big. It's like the old like blocky letters. Yeah. I love a good sans serif font without the without the feet. They're called feet, right? Like the. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, and it doesn't have like the L. You mean the bottom of the L? Is that what you're saying? Uh, yeah, like like you know like uh. Oh, when it kicks up, when it doesn't have the little or when, Yeah, when it doesn't have, like, the little feet. So, you know, it's like some fonts, like the S will have, like, you know, like the the little bars at the end of each Oh, letter. yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's yeah, because that's what and makes it look old-timey. Without, right? I like without. I like, I I like, like without, without a lot. Too. That, otherwise, it looks like typewriter or, like, cowboy yes. font or something. Yes, yeah, sans. Yeah, sans serif. Sans serif? Sans? Yeah, I guess we would say sans because comic sans. But See, technically, I like the comic word sans is more songs. than papyrus. Oh, I hate papyrus. I is the worst. Papyrus. It's the Avatar it's logo. The fucking worst. Papyrus is. I see it in so many goddamn businesses in South Carolina that yep. like it, it'll it'll be like a, a Greek restaurant or something like a hookah where, lounge. where it's trying to. Yeah, it'll be like we're. Oh yeah, that's hideous. <laughs> right? That's yeah. It's always at like a. It's always a menu font. Yeah. Yes. At a Greek at, restaurant. A, a basic yeah. restaurant. Yeah. It, uh, an Indian restaurant. Yep. Nineteen eighty-two. Like, it was created. Really. Papyrus is a widely available typeface designed by Chris Costello, a graphic designer, illustrator, and web designer. Created in nineteen eighty-two. It was hand drawn over a period of six months. By means of calligraphy, pen, and texture paper. Six months. Category is fantasy. I can see that. It's like elf font. Like as as a kid, oh, yeah, that, that's a font you'd be like, oh shit, I'm going to make this look yeah, interesting yeah. on a PowerPoint. I'm going to make this yeah, look eroded. Especially in the 90s or something. It's like oh. cutting edge. I was on the cusp end of floppy disks. So in elementary school, mm-hmm. yep. I was using floppy disks. And then I feel like around middle school time, I started using more like USB CD stuff. Yeah, yeah. What Middle, year did you graduate? 2012. And I was 2014. Oh my God. I'd like, High school, not college. That's insane I never graduated. To me. My biggest year, I always say the best year of my life was 2012. I'll really? tell you why. And now it's all been downhill from here. Although this boxing thing is really changing things for me and turning things around. Because I'm, I'm literally milking and sucking all your followers. It's hey, pretty, man. pretty great. Milk and suck away. Dude, <laughs> suck I, away, I will brother. suck all of your followers if they come over. To, well, I mean, I will just. You'll suck all I will take followers? them over to me. I found the font I was talking about. What is that? Joker Joker That's, man. Yes. Joker? Joker man. Joker so, man. Do you remember <laughs> this font? I do. It's the worst font. That looks like Joker Dr. Man. Seuss font almost, it's, right? It's, I can't tell from here. I have bad eyesight. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that's that's horrible. Can't stand it's it. Just, when there's shapes and stuff in a font, that's kind of '90s. I'm guessing, right? Yeah, yeah it looks like that's like old school of, Windows font. Yeah, yeah. But I remember floppy disks. Uh, well, I remember like cause my dad was an architect, uh, and he would do all of his stuff on like a really old Mac. We'd have to turn in projects on yeah. that shit. Yes. I remember having to turn like shit in on floppy disks. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my whole, I graduated in 1999. 
My whole really? yeah, like I am so much so older like than in, you guys. In college, you were still using floppy. I didn't even go to college. I went for one year. I, I went for <laughs> yeah. Okay, Could I'll tell. Us. Hey, no, actually, I, at least I went cool. for two years, buddy. At least I'll, I went for one. So hey, well, ow. ow, sorry, dude. I didn't go to. I went to. I went to UMass Boston for one semester. I was a theater major. I got in a play. I was the lead of the play. It was called Cinderella Waltz, which was a spoof on Cinderella. You played like, Cinderella. I played the village idiot, actually. Okay. Zed was yeah, just his played name. Himself. I did. And, and I, I didn't think I was going to get it. I was because I was so timid and I was so shy kind of at the try the audition or whatever. Um, otherwise, you'd be like a stagehand or you'd be whatever if you didn't get a part. So I auditioned. I got the lead. And it was I was the village idiot that Cinderella falls in love with. And I get smarter throughout the play until I become very well-spoken and I teach her this lesson and it was like a really cool part because I changed so much throughout. I had to play like a uh, caveman and then I became like the, the ravaging hunk. Is what you say? Ravaging? Yeah. Ravaging. Ravaging hunk, I guess. Anyways, Dashing. it was a cool. And then I dropped out because I didn't, the next semester I didn't want to do any of their stuff. I didn't want to like do other parts like carrying sandbags around or whatever. So I dropped out. Well, once you play the hunk, it's like, I was like, I, you, my career is nowhere set to go, now. but down, mm-hmm, you know, exactly. So, I was also auditioning in Boston for commercials. This was 2000 and like one or something, 2000, 2001. I was auditioning for commercials and I was booking tons of commercials in Boston. And I was like, why am I in school for acting when I'm being paid to act now? And I was making videos and putting them on DVDs. We had a, a DVD called Life on Fruit Street. My mom and dad lived on Fruit Street in Milford, Massachusetts. And we made sketches and stuff. So I was doing all that stuff. And I was like, why am I in college? I'm just going to drop out of this. This is like spending money for nothing. And then a year after I moved to California, which then leads me to 2012, 10 years later, where it was the best year of my life. When you guys were graduating, I was on the cover of LA weekly. I had my own shoe a Nathan Barnett shoe. I was a Skittles spokesperson. I remember the Skittles commercial. I was, I met the love of my life. I, it was literally, I had, I bought a new car. I bought an Audi. Only new car I ever Damn. owned. Was that was that from the Skittles money? It was. It was from the Skittles money. I just I wanted to have a nice car. I never had a good car. Do you still get I, Skittles for life. I I could, but I don't really bother hitting them up anymore because the people who I was working with are already kind of gone. Uh, wait, like they give you team. free Skittles? They they sent me a pallet one time, a pallet of boxes filled, raw cardboard boxes just filled with Skittles. Not even the packets with like the bag. <laughs> just a cardboard box. Loose Skittles. Imagine carrying that in the bottom drop down. <laughs> I gave. Not, like walking like like into a bank with it in the bottom just caves. It, oh, it shit. Was, it was crazy. I had this pallet sitting in my driveway. We put it in there. I had an arcade. I had an arcade at the time. My oh, garage was turned into like it. 15 arcade cabinets. It was a year of my life. I had a party in Santa Monica at my apartment. Eric Andre was there. The workaholics guys were there. I'm pals with Martin Starr. He was there. And at the time, I didn't think much of it because I was like, oh, these are people I know. And they, the workaholics just got their show. So it was like kind of a thing. And Eric Andre wasn't Eric Andre all the way yeah, just yeah, yet. Yeah. But then these people came from Whole Foods that my friend worked at. And they were like flipping out about all these people. And I was like, oh, that's when I realized like, oh, this is my life's pretty cool right now. And we're all young. I was jumping off the roof of my apartment onto this bouncy house. This is all 2012 when you guys are graduating. I was living the height of my life. Dude. After that. All came crashing down. <laughs> I I don't Similar I don't hang story. out with Eric anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Audi is gone. I'm driving a dented minivan. Uh, don't have a girlfriend. Don't have Skittles. No deal. Skittles. No Skittles. That's the worst part. So yeah, 
And those Skittles boxes I got, I'd give them up to people for presents because I, like, I don't know how to do these. So I'd, I'd give them to people and then they would take them. I heard one guy said he wrapped it and gave it to as a wedding gift and he handed it to them and it ripped out of their fingers. Like, like I didn't know it was going to be so heavy and it fell to the ground and it didn't bust open. Oh, thank God. That, it, that's it, a good, white, that's really a good well. like a uh, white elephant, like keep passing on. Like it's just a fucking mat. You, they seem eat, heavy. The, you're taking handfuls of Skittles for like months out of these boxes. I so like anyways, Skittles, but that would just fucking kill me. I had a Skittles vending machine. They sent me a custom vending. Only Kim Kardashian, the Jonas Brothers and myself got these. It was, it, was it in a video? Is in a video? Yeah, 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 I, yeah I saw yeah. that because I remember. Uh, I'm only bringing this up because when you said earlier, I'm not trying to brag or anything. It was obviously cool, but like nothing else as cool happened to me ever. My life has been crappy afterwards. But because you guys graduated that year when I was like feeling like my success of my life. And now it's all. <laughs> and now you're around. on the super mega cast. <laughs> this, no, but no joke. This is like everything I've been doing with you is and interacting with you guys on like Twitter and stuff. Like when I was saying, like I'm taking all your followers, my followers and my subscribers have been going up so much because of the whole boxing match against like Matt and just being involved with you guys. Like you are literally changing my life. Well, cause I've been on this website since 2005 and everyone forgot about me. <laughs> I'm, an, well, I'm the old man. I'm the oldest one in the boxing event. Well, dad bot is. Y- here's the thing. They might have forgotten about you, but they're not going to forget about these ad reads coming up. I was about to. I thought you were about to say something. I was going to interrupt you with these ad reads. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's good. I'm actually going to take a pee. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Dude, my favorite, my absolute favorite type of humor is uh, awkward, dry humor, mm-hmm. which like, which didn't really like come around until like I feel like like almost like 2012, 2013. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, That's when you started figuring out. It was more like thing. slapstick before that, I think. Well, I yeah, mean, yeah. you would know better because you're a comedian that was more sentient during the time. I like physical and slapstick stuff. And that's like always gets a good laugh because like it's easier. But I do love like Andy Kaufman and like Borat and Sasha Baron Cohen. Like, awkward, like Nathan public. Fielder. One of my that's favorite the, comedians. That's the, that's the best. He, like, he's probably my biggest. Nathan Fielder and Eric Andre are two of my biggest inspirations for comedy just because Nathan Fielder, the way he, uh, he is never awkward. cracks. He never cracks. And the way the way, the, like, also, the way he, he creates is, these he awkward is situations. sort of autistic. I, I've interacted with him a bunch. He he's we had the same agent for a long time. Oh, really? Never, every time I called, he wouldn't. The agent was like, what, Nathan? And I was like who's this other Nathan that I Googled him and I was like, he was nobody. He had like some YouTube videos. Yeah. Like he was from, uh, videos. Canada. Canada he did yeah. The, that. But then he got his show and it went blew up. I watched the, uh, the pilot when it aired. Um, and I was like, I love this. It's so, I like it's so changed funny. my fucking, I've seen every episode of that show so many times. It's hilarious. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's, but he is, he, I don't know if it's done now. It probably is because he's, he was saying, I don't know what else to do. 
He's like, I think we did it enough. Yeah. Like, well, well, I know he's working on that new, uh, I think, HBO series with the Safdie brothers. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. He he became friends with, like, big people. People yeah, love him. Yeah. He got, which he got is great big. for him. And then probably for me, like, the biggest inspiration for, like, my editing style and Ryan's and stuff is, like, not the Eric Andre show, but uh, check it out with Steve Brule. So good. Like We're that. Tim and Eric shit. Too. Yeah. I mean, Steve all, Brule, I think, is next level funnier yes. than Tim and Eric. Yeah. I, I think it's Steve just, Brule's top tier for me. He is such a good actor. And it's a lot of it is him. And I know they're directing behind the scenes and kind of saying stuff, but like it's mostly him. I love Tim and Eric. Doug Pound, I'm pals with him. He is the reason Tim and Eric is what it is, I, in my yeah. opinion. He's the editor. He's okay. the one that started oh, the whole really? awkward, weird editing and the zooms and the tight shots and the meow. DJ Doug Pound is, yeah, yeah. he's the reason, in my opinion, why Tim and Eric is visually what it is. Steve Brule. Just but Steve like, Brule. I think, I think Steve Brule tops Eric Andre's show and Tim and Eric for I, me. I've, just because of like how uh, stylized it is mm-hmm. and how it just... John C. Riley is incredible as that. He's character. so funny. He's so funny. I I love that kind of com- one of my my like we were talking about Skittles earlier. That's like one of my favorite characters is Trail of Wows. That was before Steve Rule even started doing his thing, and I always got the comparison because visually we looked similar with like the wildness of us, and then the talking. I love broken, busted sentences, like <laughs> saying the wrong word, but you understand what they mean, and the guy's like struggling to get through it, and you're like, this guy's just. It's like a crazy personality. I love that kind of comedy of a lunatic. Like when Steve Rule is like, trying to run a show. Name. Yeah. It's like, this is, you know, this is Jimmy, Jimmy Brungan. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's someone Brungan. Yeah, it's and like bro- Brungus, Brotes Brungan. instead of Boats. It's always a R. He throws an Dale, R in every church. Some Brotes. Brotes. It, that's, I've, I, I've cried laughing at like a handful of things and Steve Rule is no number one. Oh my God. I have to pause it. I do too. So hard. When I was in high school, I showed all my friends that show. When he goes to Ron Don Volante's playpen, home so of the $5 funny. lap dance. Excellent I've been wanting show. to do, because I, I want to take my characters out of what I do have done with them and put them in a setting like, like the trail character, the Skittles guy. I want to put him in a setting sort of like, what's it, uh, like Steve Brule, because I feel like I could thrive more and like make comedy like, like stands up more like that. Otherwise it's just me standing in front of an alley with a tripod and it's like, so limited. I just want to like have an interview, a guest. And if I'm in character, I did it once with my peg leg character, Ray Amsley. And the people thought I really had a wooden peg leg and it was so fun. And like, it was the most thrilling acting I think I'd ever done because they had no idea I was in character and they were like asking me about the peg leg, but trying to be like nice about it. And I was just like going crazy and yelling things. I got people off Craigslist and that the so Steve Brule and that whole like pranking someone, but not telling them. It's like my favorite. That's why I love Nathan for you and Steve Rule and oh, stuff. Yeah. It's like Nathan for you is genius. Yeah. Really? It's so good. Honestly, yeah. It's like pranking people. It, I guess it is a form of like pranking. But, but the prank, it's, it's a prank, pranking. but it's more on you're making yourself look stupid. That's what I always like to do. When I do you're, my, you're my live public stuff, yeah. I try to look like a crazy person in the streets and see how other people interact with me and avoid me. That's the comedy. I don't want to like annoy people too much or like yeah, make them gonna, look like, dumb. Get in their face. Yeah. And I'm not like making them look stupid. It's like, oh, it's making them look sane for running away from me right but that's that's what you want to see is the reaction you're creating like an atmosphere of just like awkwardness and that's what's funny i mean like borat and bruno do that too but they they that pushes more so he pushes where he's invasive he pushes he pushes where uh he is making fun of the people because he gets them to say these yeah off well they're i mean they kind of are making fun of themselves because they're the ones saying he he pushes them just the right way to to say just like exactly he gets them to say the worst shit I, uh, my friend Paul, I was talking to you guys earlier before we were recording. My friend Paul, who is from Massachusetts, we, he came out here a couple years after me. It was me, my brother Seth, and Paul, like, worked together on, like, all our stuff, like, all our 
big shows and the pilots and stuff we do are with like, a lot of the big commercials are Paul will direct them and like write stuff with me, my brother and I. Paul worked, recently worked with Sasha Baron Cohen on an Adult Swim commercial. And oh. he said, it's like, you can't say anything. He's just, guys just doing things. And he's like giving signals and stuff to like the producer to get things to happen. To like get, it's like, he's like, it's like, you could study the guy all day. Oh, and like break down every moment of like what he's doing, where he's turning the right way to get the person to turn, to get the person in the background to see something because it's going to be awkward or funnier when he's about to say the thing he's about to say. And he's just like manipulating the whole situation to get what he needs. Because he knows really, what he needs. He's really uh, like crazy kind Anal of. Anal about his. Yeah. About oh, yeah, yeah. His, and it was like an adult swim course that no one's going to see. It airs for a week. And he was like so all over it. And like he called my friend Paul. He, go, he goes, um, Mr. Director. Because <laughs> he didn't remember his name. Mr. So he called Director. Him Mr. Director. And Paul's like, oh, was the, at least I, he acknowledged me as the director. Even though I said did Mr. That was, that, you know. And he's, uh, he's or Sir Director would have been nice too. Yeah. It would have been nice. I love the video of him as Borat breaking character because he's upset about like the people making noise. Mm-hmm. He's like just stops and he's like can we can can they be quiet please that what is that when did that it's just a video like from set where like uh a scene clip from borat 2 where he's like walking with like the town behind him and there's like some people off to the side because they Mm. film it and i think they film it also it was like a film one of the moments where it was like more of a scripted thing yeah it was it was a scripted one yeah uh and uh people being quiet and like stops and like goes back and like his british accent he's like why are they talking yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you always forget he's British. He's so like regal sounding when you hear him yeah, speak. He and then he like looks like a lunatic and he's doing the most vile things when he's in character. They filmed it in Ka- Kazakhstan. I mean, I, they filmed those parts in Kazakhstan. Did they actually Turkey. go to Kazakhstan? I thought they went somewhere else and made it look like Kazakhstan. Might have been Turkey. Which Turkey, Nathan, is known for its hair transplant. Have you thought about, have you ever thought about going <laughs> to Turkey for a hair transplant? It is. Because it's cheaper. Oh, I didn't know about that. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh God, uh, I did actually hear that. I, if if you, uh, if you do want to talk about, no, no, it, if, I, I, if you're I thinking about it or something, it I'm sorry. Oh yeah, are you thinking about it, Matt? Is that why you brought it up? No, no yeah, I don't you, need it. are you losing your hair at all? How old no, are you now? no, no. I just, I, uh, I was just, it just made the connection because I keep oh, looking God. at your hair transplant. Uh, while we're recording. It looks good. It looks great. I mean, I think it looks natural. It's, yeah, it, it is. It is what I looked like at uh, ten years ago. It's the same hairline that I had when my hair was going. I, I said to the guy, I said, I don't expect to have a full head of hair. If we're talking about it, you're making me talk about this all the time. Uh, I didn't want to have a full head of hair because I can't because I don't have enough to pull from. And I thought, well, if I'm going to have it for the characters and mess it up for stuff, give me the Bruce Willis from 90s. Just give me a receded <laughs> hairline. And that's what he did. But apparently, yes, you can go to Turkey and get a hair transplant. Sorry. If you want to keep bringing it up I didn't, for some reason. I legitimately forgot. It's hard. <sighs> All right. I'll make a joke. It's kind of hard not to bring it up. Oh, I'll say gosh. that. Well, it's also kind of hard not to bring up like the legitimate crack cocaine that was on the coffee table when I first walked into this place. What the heck is that? We just call it crack. We don't we don't need to say the cocaine. I part. mean, I don't do crack. drugs, so I, don't, I thought it was just called crack, crack cocaine. Well, is that, my mom so that is real. This, it's very is no it's prop crack cocaine. There's no yeah. I don't No, man. There's ashes. It was burnt. The something was smoked. It's like it looks like you were using it on the coffee table. Is this your this is your place, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's obvious. I think, I think something's that, going on here. Well, I think that like the hair transplant thing is like something everyone can see, but like the, the drug. Yeah, but I don't talk about it. Like I posted on Instagram yeah, a long time ago and I let it get buried. Scenes. That's not something Dude, like everyone that's knows you do drugs. But if you're going to bring it up, bring it up like ironically, you don't have to like legitimately mention the stuff in the office. I mean, I'm got back into the corner. I, 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 I'm I just defending I, myself. I mean, at the end of the day, this is our podcast. I didn't mention the transplant. So like but I don't know the why crack brings him. Into yeah, it. that 
that's yeah. I, I, my mom, I, well, my I mean, mom, right, I don't want to worry right, my whatever, mom, man. and he doesn't want to worry his mom because he didn't. I'm not mad at you. I'm just like yeah, I don't see I don't, the. Well, that's like I don't see why it's straight up just making fun of me and backing me into a corner. No, it was a joke. I'm staring. I can see it right out the door right now. Like what? My eyes looked and I saw. Like what do you want me to say? Oh, sorry. Next time you come over, I'll make sure I put all the crack away in the cupboard. I mean, maybe it's not crack. I don't know. I don't even smoke weed, but like maybe it's, but it doesn't look like what I've seen from marijuana. No, it's, it's not, it, it is, it is crack. You got that right. But why do you have that? You can't be doing that. Don't put this in. Cut I'm this not. Out, right? Yeah, of course. You, why would you, ha- what, for real though, you don't do that. Do you? Where did we, where did we leave off? I don't know. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. I mean, okay. I, I'm like, training for I feel like shaky now. I feel, I feel like, I'm, can you tell I, I actually feel awkward. Are you scared of those? <laughs> not at all I do feel weird man I can't keep talking it's, I feel like I need to take a break or something because I feel like almost like you know that feeling you get when you like almost get in a fight yeah and I, I have that and I don't want to because like I'm sorry it's weird okay, I, didn't mean to be, I didn't mean to make it awkward let's I know I know I, I, I'm not trying let's to like, on. I'm trying to like relax let's, let's all take a deep breath this is, it's actually awkward yep, let's <laughs> take a deep we breath we have water if you need it do we want to no, take I'm another right, break I'm all right. it's not the, not not enough time for that. No. I just can't, like, my brain can't get back to, like, goofing around right now because that's, like, you're kind of being an a-hole, man. We can just talk about, you can just, if, if we don't want to joke around, we'll probably, like, build back into that. But if you just wanted to go over, like, what you've been doing personally about training. Um, uh, yeah, I, all right. Yeah. Sorry, dude. I'm sorry. We'll, it's okay. okay. Move, let's take a deep breath. Three, two, one. <laughs> Speaking of Sasha Baron Cohen. He's in shape. Yeah, he well, is. You're in shape too. He, he is. He's like muscular. Have you seen? The, I followed his wife because I had a crush on her after hot. Follow her home. <laughs> I wish y'all have a I similar would. build, huh? Uh, he's really tall. He's like Matt's height, maybe. I think he might be six. Yeah, in terms of muscle mass, he's 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 muscular. I saw and I you saw that because of her post. Whatever her name is, the actress uh, Isla Fisher. I'm in love with her. I don't remember her name. She's beautiful. Uh, yeah, Isla Fisher. Isla actually. Fisher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he's ripped. And I guess I'm not ripped, but I'm in shape because I've been swimming. Uh, swimming is a key. My coach told me about swimming. I've been wanting to I wish for I cardio had, and stuff. All I, the I, I joined I a, a gym. I don't know to where swim. I go to. There's rec centers, I guess, like YMCA. There, there is a pool somewhere around here. I don't know um, if I trust LA public. Pool. Actually, you know what? There is one. There's an outdoor. There's an outdoor pool. Do you guys talk about the town you're in? Uh, not. We don't talk about where we personally live, but people know but this is Burbank. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because um, in Burbank there is a bunch of outdoor pools I swim in. But they're usually in summer, so maybe there's an indoor one. But yeah, our neighbors have pools. Maybe we can just, just kind of climb the fence. Ooh, go for a little dip. One of the neighbors, a guy across the street, literally backed out of his driveway in his very expensive car at like 20 miles an hour, right in front of me, That's and what expected they do. me to stop. I guess that when is I was what in, they do. I was the flow of traffic, and he, his wife. Like really stared at me, like, "What are you doing? Why they act you like you're the welcome one in the to like, they'll, they'll, they'll drive right past stop crazy. signs and like look at you. This okay, okay I, I've had me, this problem this in, in yesterday areas of LA a lot. Burbank, yes, drivers. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm getting Glendale. Off of, it's Glendale I'm off as well. Of an exit, and you turn right. Mm-hmm. So there's two lanes to turn right. Mm-hmm. I'm in the far left one, so I'll be in the left lane because I know I have to turn left. Yep, because I plan ahead. Yep, yep. The other driver to my right is in a truck. He's supposed oh, to stay cut across you. In the middle of the turn, he starts to come across. With the and blinker so, anything or? Huh? Did you use a blinker or did you just no, go right No, he just started coming across. And so I honk at him to let, hey, I'm right here. You're yeah, yeah. into me. And I see, he looks over in his mirror. He's like, he's like 67, whatever. Yeah. He like looks over his mirror and just. Flips just you off? flips me <gasps> off in the mirror and just drives off. Dude, I'm like, LA how is in your insane. head do you just think that you're. The good one, or do you think people are sometimes comfortable? With I think it's like every a, driver yeah, around. It's like a self entitled, like I don't care. You're mad, and I'm flipping you off to let you know. Don't tell me I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, because I can do whatever I want. Yeah, like 
Like, but you uh, can't. You shouldn't. Like it, it, it sounds. It sounds like a cliche, and I don't like ever saying bad things about LA because I absolutely love LA, and I always talk about the good things because everyone's always talking about the bad things of LA. It's like very hip to like trash the the pollution and the drivers and like you know lame Hollywood famous mm-hmm. ego people. But driving is actually really bad. It's hell here. If he did yeah. that to the wrong person, Glendale though? is the worst. Has the highest insurance for yeah. cars because it's the worst know, drivers in the country. When I lived in Glendale, that was the first time I got a car mm-hmm. uh, and that's the first time I had to get car insurance and that was in Glendale yep. and I was like why is this so expensive and that's when I found out because yep. Glendale has the worst drivers in the entire country the insurance rates are the highest and Burbank's not far behind Yeah, and uh, well, everyone, um, um, the majority of people in Glendale have very nice cars and yes. they drive fast and I'll tell you a little story when I got that Audi that time in 2012 it was very easy to drive fast because the car just moved and I didn't realize how fast I was going. So I think maybe that is part of it is like some people just don't know when you're in a BMW and it's so, so smooth and so strong and powerful. It's like just goes and you forget how fast you're going. I then switched from that car. I had like, I got rid of that car. I was like, this is stupid. It's too much money for me to spend on a car. I got like basic cars after that and like whatever Toyotas and stuff. And then I had this 1972 BMW, but it was like a tin can. It was very old. Only had four speeds. It didn't go over like 40 miles an hour. I learned, I went from the extremes of like how bad I can drive with a nice car. And I think it's because all these people have nice cars and they're so entitled. Also, when you have money, money, money you think you're cool and you, yeah. you just don't care about other people. I didn't like being that way. So I got rid of the nice cars. I didn't want to become that kind of person. So I got the slowest car possible and it put me in a reality check. But yeah, Glendale, super expensive. We got hit in Glendale once. This guy rear ended us. Uh, came out, like, he, he was came fucked out, up. Kind of like fucked up. And I think he was on like painkillers or something. He made he a call like, and some other dude just came out of oh. nowhere. Some guys like showed up to the scene. He just like called some dudes. They showed up and then we just kind of left because I, there was no damage. I've seen, I could go down, I could talk all night about the crazy accidents I've seen in LA and the weirdness that happens during them and after them. People straight up running away. Oh, hit and run. Yeah, so all the time. Here. I experienced that in 2006 when I first moved here. My friend Jared got hit twice. He parked his car in a neighborhood street but then he walked to the gym in West LA twice his car got, he walked came back up to the gym his car just crushed like the doors just crushed no 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 nothing people just hit the cars at all the time I saw this one girl I was coming from the Upright Citizens Brigade at night coming back to Glendale and it was like that that road where you're driving I can't list it but you're getting up coming up to the you're going towards like Universal it's like that side road that goes along the highway I know and you get on the it's highway the LA River yeah and there's like kind a Universal of. Lots on the other. If you're side. like leaving, like that Scientology Center area, that famous one near, you know, the Upright Citizens Brigade in Franklin. Yeah, yeah, we we did UCB. Well, around there, you're getting on the highway. I was getting there's a person, a girl came off. She came driving straight off the highway, didn't stop, and slammed into an apartment building up onto the sidewalk. What and the people fuck? head on. They both got out. It was she looked like a she looked like a model, like a cliche, like blonde, long hair, skinny, like very attractive. And the guy was like a hot LA guy. And they were in uh one of the big Range Rover SUVs and they both just started walking away. I was driving my little BMW and I was right behind them. They I started pulled walking away. They started both of them started walking on the street. And I was like, Oh, they're like on a daze or they're confused or whatever. And I was like, Stay right here, everything's okay. Uh someone in the apartment or I called 911, I can't remember. And the guy started running. He ran. He was scrambling up the hill like vines and stuff to get escape the situation. And as before he left, he goes, I can't be here. I can't get caught for this. They were both on drugs. 
And of she course. started wandering around, didn't get far. Police came, saw her, and then they found the guy. And that was that was recently. It happened again with my friend. And I got hit, and the guys tried. They didn't have licenses, and they weren't illegal in the country. And they started driving away with like two broken front wheels, and the car was going. <laughs> it was like wasn't driving after they hit us, and then they started like twisting it, saying like, "Oh, you're going to get sued for being in the road." And we're like, "We're just driving through a green light," and they sideswiped us or whatever. Anyways, there's been so many situations in Los Angeles of like insane accidents. Gotta be careful. And everyone tries to run away from it. Yeah. Yeah. No, the craziest one I ever saw was I was in an Uber on my way to Burbank from Glendale. And I see this, this like white sports car fucking, it was like a Porsche or something goes like past. It had to be going like 110 miles per hour. Uh, And then not even five minutes later, like my Uber pulls up and stops in the highway. And I'm one of the first cars back behind this wreck that had just happened yeah and it's that car and it's completely ripped in half <gasps> and there's another oh car God. that's just totaled that i guess he hit uh, and knocked him off the road and uh the guy that was driving the white car that mm-hmm. hit the other person gets out and he's he's like screaming and he and he's like going to try he runs to try to attack the <gasps> people from the, the people other he hit yeah uh and then People live in their own. No, I know. Dude, I get just pissed off seriously. listening to like dude, people's yeah, acting yeah. like this. I, but I, the craziest part though oh, is there was evil. this black Escalade that pulled up really fast. These guys in black suits jump out. They grab the guy trying to fight the people. They get him in the car and they just take off. What? And I was like, you saw this? Yeah. I, I asked Ross. Ross was there. I, I was like, dude. This- I wonder if it was like his bodyguard type people and he's like a r- famous rich person or something and they were like getting like, him out of the situation. The mafia. You can't be assaulted. You, you can't assault someone. Like, and also we got to get you out of this wreck. Because he, I, yeah. he was, I guarantee he was driving under the influence. I wonder if they're like part of his party and you're like driving behind him or something yeah, I think and they're they coming were. after him. That, did you ever hear the crazy story about, it was a couple years ago in Glendale. The guy, it was like a Guy lived in Glendale. His family was really worried about his driving and he thought he was going to kill himself. They sacrificed a goat. This was like, in the, like I got in the news and I, so this is where it gets really, this, this is twisted. They That's sacrificed the a goat. Part. That's not the twisted part. They sacrificed a goat in Glendale to help him as a, like there's a thing they thought to do in the, from their like culture or religion or whatever to help this guy. Cause they thought he was going to kill himself. He was dry. It was on, the five, if you're coming from Burbank into Glendale or going to like Atwater area, yep. you know where the golf course is on the uh-huh. right, there's an exit right there before Atwater. There's a sign up above. He I saw this. The guy crashed, went out of his windshield and went up and splat on that exit sign up yeah. on the green, like 30 feet up. He hit it and he was laying up on the little you know, this ledge up on the thing. And um, I heard about this. People were talking about it. And I drove by like the next day and I saw the stain from the dude on the sign and the goat. I, I think the worst thing is poor goat died for nothing because that I know. a-hole just got killed. And I saw that. I saw pictures from that. Uh, like it was basically it was it was on Reddit or something once where it was just like like this guy crashed his car and literally ended up on the exit sign. Yeah, uh, it was unbelievable. I mean, you have to not be wearing a seatbelt. No, definitely not. Or he's just going so ridiculously fast. It just like ripped. He rips right through everything. That's insane. I Well, I actually, I know that exit and I take that exit all the time. I didn't yeah. know that that was the exit. It's so that now every time I pass that I, sign, I'm I think be like, all the time, oh. they changed it. I remember they one time they like removed a part and reprinted or whatever. And I see clean the sign. I always wonder, like, because if you drive on the highway and you pay attention to it, usually you don't think about it. But if you pay attention, you'll see like big red stains on the highway sometimes like yeah, splatters yeah. and i'm like i wonder if that's from like 
someone oh, like from a car crash. You just reminded me of the most traumatic experience I've ever had. I can't believe I forgot to, t- I, I have to tell you the story. It's another car accident. This is a pretty morbid episode uh, you're doing here. I'll say it quick. Uh, this was 2012. I was driving, I lived in Santa Monica. My girlfriend lived in Silver Lake and I was dri- I drive late at night to go see her because there's crazy traffic to like 10 p.m. Yep. I was driving on the 405, uh, almost at Culver City. And, or actually it was about Culver City and there's no cars on the road because it's like 11 o'clock. And then I see a car in the middle of the street, a person like walking around. Then I see another, I see smoke and I see another car. I'm mean, coming up with all these cars like slowly. I started slowing down and I genuinely thought I was in a scene for a movie. And this is like, you're so used to like, I was working in a lot of commercials and doing a lot of TV stuff at the time. And it's just like, everything's fake in LA, you know, and everything's a set. It's my brain went there. I was like, oh, what's happening right now? Cause there's no one around. It didn't seem real. I pulled over and I even got in the lane because I was running over to all the cars. Cars were smashed. People were all over the highway. There was a guy with his head against the steering wheel going like, like making noises. And there's this one girl screaming. She's like, get him, get it. I was like, it was pandemonium. There was a guy walking down off the highway, down the bushes into like the, like the slants into like off the highway. I didn't know what was happening. Then the fire department showed up. They, it was like the weirdest thing. It was so creepy. It was so silent. The fire department showed up. They got out of the police, the truck. And I was like, there's a guy over there. His head's like, stop. I think he's alive, but he's like making noise. Like, go to him. I was like trying to like, that's just screaming and saying stuff to these firefighters. They didn't look at me. They didn't speak. They didn't say anything. They just some like quietly. Wa- I was like, are these like robots? No one's reacting. No one's saying anything. They walked over. They looked at the guy. Walked over in the car, looked at the other guy. They were assessing the whole situation so calmly and coolly. It felt to me a little too slow, but I guess this is how they're trained to do it. And then one guy, one fireman was like, you can leave. Just don't, don't, don't stick around here. We just get out of here. Cause we have to like do stuff here. And I was like, I was like, I, I almost didn't go into shock because I, I should have, but I didn't think it was real. It was felt so surreal. And I remember I told Siobhan, the girl I was saying about it. Like I couldn't stop talking about it all night. I was like, I can't believe I just saw it was unbelievable. There was like dead people and stuff all over the street. I, sorry, I'm talking about this. This is so morbid, but like you're, you brought it up. You're asking, I was like, I gotta tell this one. That's this, is insane, the, this is the dude. big one. It was wild. So yeah, sorry. This is the worst episode you've ever had. No, this is a great podcast. episode. It's a great episode. <laughs> Who would want to listen to that? I, I, I'm just now thinking, like, why did I tell? No, that I enjoyed listening to. I it. guess it's something I experienced. Like, I just wanted to say because it's like I still can't believe I saw it. It was wild. It well, Layton was... told some pretty fucked up stories. Our, uh, oh, really? Our employees about okay. me for Facebook and what he had to see there. Wait, what? What Just happened like there? Film type shit. Because people, you know, his, his job was to basically like go through people's like private messages and flag things for like oh, terrorist activity. Oh, wow. And he would see like everything. Layton, who I met? Yeah. Holy crap. That's he actually wild. just got a settlement from Facebook for it. Because all the people that had that job, there was a big class action lawsuit. And they just gave everyone a settlement. Why? Because like trauma- it was yeah. post-traumatic and stuff uh-huh. like that? Because people got like really fucked up. I wouldn't be surprised. That's insane. I saw like everything. What else is insane is these ad reads. (laughs) I do get a lot of people like from your audience who just say they want me to beat you. It's so funny how they're like against you, but they're your fans. (laughs) No, that's like kind of like a repertoire is they they shit on us. But like because we gaslight them so much, they gaslight us. Like every top comment in a video will be like, it's like, I don't know if those ones are the gaslighting type, though. They might be. They might be truly rooting for your for your death in the ring. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll have to see, won't we? <laughs> we will. I doubt. <laughs> it's funny because that merchandise with the tombstone. I thought that'd be a really funny idea. I was like, oh, maybe a couple of my audience members would buy some of the tombstone merch with your name on it. Did it sell well? It's 
I think I haven't checked the numbers, but like I get a notification in Discord every time someone buys that merch from that site and it's going off quite a bit. People are getting the underwear. I saw it on an apron last night. Someone got an apron with Matt Watson's well, Someone's going to be out there cooking dinner with just my, like, my <laughs> so gravestone. Funny. I was thinking this is kind of like smart because it's advertising your name. It gets you out there. I mean, I'm making all the money off it. But then I had to put my name on it somewhere. So I said, oh, paid for by Nathan Barnett. So they remember. Yeah, I, I laughed who my ass off when I got mine and I looked at it and I saw that. I, I thought, thought it was hilarious. I was like, okay, that's a way for me to get my name in there and also be like bragging that I like, this was my idea to like put your I name on it. I laughed my ass off when I saw that. Otherwise, I, um, it would be like just an ad for you and I wouldn't be benefiting from it. So I was like, see, Nathan's oh. selling all these shirts and my tombstone on it. If I end up actually dying some point you said in that earlier like, and I felt bad or like, something oh, those I shirts are going to be really awkward I, I think that everyone's going to have that shirt and be like oh yikes uh, yeah well maybe they'll be worth more here if I if I die sometime soon you, you you guys can still wear those shirts I give you permission it's totally cool it's not disrespectful I'll, I'll give them out half price there you go <laughs> what, what would you do if like I'll just like cost. one day like a couple weeks from now before the fight you know you and I uh, we're, we're talking about just like you know, fun stuff, you know, nice repertoire. And you just get like a, just like a knock on your door. And it's a guy and you're being served. And I'm suing you for oh, what would for I using my likelihood. <laughs> your likelihood. Well, there's actually my another likeness. Matt Watson who's pretty well known out there. We don't know what, what Matt I'm talking about on the show. There's shirt. several Matt Watsons. Yeah. There are. There's, there's a, the car wow guy. I know there's, there's a, a bunch of them. There's, isn't there there's a politician the one? or something? I don't know about a politician, but I know about. Oh, maybe I, it's the car guy. Wow, the car guy. guy. He has a YouTube channel, the, the car channel. Because someone asked me, they go, oh, the car guy? Or they said something that they thought I was car fighting. Wow. There's a journalist. And I was like, who? There's there's several journalists. One of them was very upset with there's me. There's a YouTuber who uh, who found out about the whole like pedophilia oh, yes, shit on YouTube. Fuck that guy. Wait, what? Fuck that what, guy. What pedophilia stuff? Uh, there was like, they're found out to be in terms of like, in kids content content made for kids there was like codes and signifiers from these groups oh that whole thing with youtube and they started cracking down a couple that's popular yeah, yeah, like yeah. 2.0 i remember that yeah yeah okay so there was a guy named matt watson involved in all that he's the one that oh broke, my god he's the one that broke oh and it didn't off. you have to say i'm not that watson? yeah i i, I went yeah, on the right. uh official podcast the uh criticals one and mm-hmm. that and that was like right the week it was happening and I think oh, they brought me on that week because of that. And I just had God. to, I had to like just go on and be like, "That's not me. <laughs> I'm not that Matt Watson." And the worst part about it was, um, because it, because it had to do with pedophilia. Basically, you know, I'd been working on Superman. Did you have a song called "I Love My Dad" at that point? Uh yeah. Where? I, yes, I did. He, I, I specifically stayed. I'm 18 in that song, though. Okay, I specifically okay, stayed. Okay, okay, okay. I've been fucking my dad since I was 18. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Uh, I for legal reasons, but yeah, yeah. basically, <laughs> what happens is because I do with pedophilia, this guy just dominates my search engine results. So it's Matt Watson pedophile matt watson pedophilia oh my like, god matt watson exposed it's like when, so when you when you, you don't search my name, name it wouldn't be like matt watson super mega matt watson youtube like it used to be like matt watson age it's like yeah. matt watson pedophilia and i'm like oh my fucking god dude you should change your name to just like matt mega for it's your like your strange name and it's called hashtag wake up youtube and it all started from a guy known as matt watson now, <laughs> before we get into this, that's our old buddy king star You've been you've been uh, doing some live stream stuff with him, Matt Watson. And I, 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 and I know, and 
I'm this this I'm not trying to make any drama. Yeah, yeah. But I, I do, mean, but I first do, of all, I'm not friends with this guy. I don't no, I know. Say that. I know. But okay. I do notice that you do push back, and I, oh, yeah, and, I yeah. and I like that. Very respectable. Because because we there's were, times where he tries to talk himself out of like I just sent him a picture of a, a witch, and it's yeah, like yeah. he thought it's like come on, dude. You 100 like, percent know what you're doing. You're, you're not. I almost school. felt like I know like, it was so. I had to be said. It's like uh, it's like the elephant in the room. That's the epitome of the elephant. You called in the him room. out beautifully. It wasn't even really calling out. It was just kind of like telling him like you knew what you were doing. It was just no, I didn't. It was so stupid to listen to someone say, all I did was send a picture to A.B. with a picture of a witch because he's clearly indicating his wife looks like a witch. And it was just so obvious. I couldn't just go say nothing. I was like, oh, well, you knew what you were doing by doing that, obviously. And I thought he would go, yeah, yeah, or whatever. He he was like, but he kept. But denying yeah. it, I was like, dude, like like an elementary no school student. I know. got caught in the cooking. Exactly. Jar. If it's he's like denying it, literally no one believes him. Isn't he like fifty something? Like he's got to be a little more. If like, he's denying it, then that just like it's like okay. So if you're so you're just that stupid. Then. He's a grown man. He so should he should he, be able to take things. He also he said in that conversation. This is what we're what we're talking about here is for the audience at home is the boxing this promotion for the boxing event uh, that. The organization called Happy Punch that Keemstar is now part of. It was another dude who like ran this thing uh, who was like a boxing YouTube fan. And I used to go on his calls and now Happy Punch has taken that guy. He's like the host and he is working with Keemstar and it's like a whole official thing now. But the guy who who does the main host is a really cool dude yeah. who just loves like boxing and influencer boxing. So I've been doing it going on those. And now that Keemstar is doing it, Keemstar and I had a lot of beef up until a day ago. Really? Because he came into one of my live streams. He was in my game of Among Us. It was me, Nexpo, Justin Wang, Night Docs. That girl, uh, Creep Show Art was in there. She got like canceled or something. There's a bunch <laughs> of people playing Among Us in like the, the very beginning of the pandemic. And I was in character as dad. And I said, I listened back to it too. And it could sound like I was nagging him because I was trying to get his attention because everyone's talking. And I kept going, Keemstar, Keemstar. Because I was trying to say, I was just trying to like, break the ass to say something to him at first and I was in character to be like oh I'm in a character I'll, I'll let you know by doing this by going I was like Keemstar why are you up so late because he was in New York and it was late for me in LA so I was trying to be like you should be in bed a very innocent silly dad thing to say like oh don't play too late and he just instantly twisted it and like he's like who is this guy going Keemstar Keemstar and then next one was like it's dad the guy's gate server you're in the discord in the game you're playing on right now and he goes who is this and I don't say the R word like for mentally challenged people and or the C-U-N-T word. But he called. He said, who is this R? These, what a C-U-N-T. Don't mind. He's just going off like because I said, hi, Keemstar. Why are you up so late? I was like, I don't think it's at all deserving for what he no, said. I mean, he's so I kicked him out of the game. He's a bit of a troll. You and know? he got mad. And then recently I tipster is a guy named tipster on YouTube who talks about stuff. And he's been a fan of my Keith character for a while. And I chat with him in his chats because he like is into games and stuff so i go in his chat sometimes and talk to him and keemstar was on the call with him recently i didn't know this i didn't know who was on this call i just chat i was going to bed and i said hey tipster how's it going good to have a good stream getting up for boxing in the morning and then uh tipster goes oh yeah dad's in that bo- in the idubs boxing event and keemstar goes oh dad F that guy. He's a loser. But like, so what's going on? <laughs> and I was like, what the heck? He's still, I didn't think he would even remember. He was still mad about it. So I sent tipster. I shouldn't have done this, but I, I just, I don't, I don't want having negativity between anybody. Like I'm not trying yeah, to do that. And I feel that I said to tips. I was like, Hey, can you tell him? Like, I didn't try to ever offend him. 
I wasn't trying to be mean. I don't have, I don't care about him. I know like his thing is kind of drama and like starting fights or whatever, but like, I don't want to have that. And then when I, so tips, I think might've sent that to him a couple of days later, I get on the first call for this boxing thing that we we're just talking about with Keemstar. And this, then the next one was the AB one where mm-hmm. I was defending AB and his wife and what Keemstar was saying about them saying, you know, what you're doing dude. But before that I said, tipster like Kimstar was like oh dad's in here he's in the boxing event i think the guy's a loser i don't want to talk to him but you guys can and i said well hey man what? i go i have no problem with you i don't dislike anyone you know whatever this dude. is live he live everyone's you? listening there's like a thousand people on the twitter space listening to this uh. and he, he insulted dad and i was like i was like dude i don't have any hard feelings and he goes and he this is what he said he goes i'll accept your apology I was like, there was no apology <laughs> anywhere. I'll but accept your apology. Whatever we want to be happy. Like, I, mean, I am down to keep the peace. I don't genuinely dislike the guy for any real reason. I don't think he should say some of the things he says. But, like, ultimately, whatever, man. But if you want to ha- promote this thing, cool. I'm glad to be a part. And I even he has a boxing event possibly coming up. I would box on it because I just want to box and do more boxing after this so anyways it then led to what we were talking about ab he because he has a whole thing with ab who's on the h3 podcast ad he He hates hates ab for some reason because he's linked well because he's connected to ethan yeah yeah they had a huge beef but ab's wife is so innocent and no i know ab is playing the audio quotes of keemstar on the podcast so i guess that's his reason for disliking ab i think keemstar goes for is ab the audio guy i thought ab played the clips i really don't know but i know since he's involved and maybe laughs at things keemstar goes for really low shots and like bringing someone's wife into it is exactly it was so necessary yeah. she's like not even like on the internet well it's just because he get like he gets away with it every time so but he never yeah. faces any and he was making so. excuses on the call for like i didn't know he would think i was saying his wife was a witch then why did you post a picture of to, why did you even send that picture i just sent a picture i just thought witch. he'd like to watch the wizard of oz you never seen it was it. halloween i was saying happy halloween didn't make any sense but it's yeah ridiculous. i was kind of calling him out and apparently everyone in the boxing discord was like dude i can't they believe you said and i was they surprised i was like oh i was just kind of like being logical i thought you were <laughs> but i don't know yeah i also got bullied very bad in high school i had to switch schools because i was physically getting bullied and really? stuff and my girlfriend got shoved into like a glass window and it, like they almost cracked it was when a whole when, thing when dad's in the ring is is he gonna picture his bully on the is on he gonna look at me all, of a sudden, all those bullies are gonna with, all of with all bullies, of nathan's memories are the in dad like uh the bullies were a lot of different people actually one tall lanky guy who is one of my best friends now but he was one of the bullies oh um so maybe Redemption there, maybe there's some best friendship in the future but dad bot does have all of my core core memories in it's him a, all that repressed rage is gonna suddenly <laughs> just the second he steps in the ring just I would cry all the time at after school because I just was getting oh, bullied sucks, so man. bad. Yeah, it was I'm sorry bad. to hear that. And I, I finally got over it. I went to a hypnotherapist and it like literally changed my brain. It worked. I was bawling my eyes out. I, I was sitting with my my four year old self and my fourteen year old self, which is the one that experienced all the trauma. And this was when I was thirty one or something, like ten years ago. And it changed my life. I was going there to get over a Whoa. breakup because I was like so sad about the breakup and I just didn't want to be sad about it anymore. And it all came. She was like, I, it turned into being like the reason I was so sad about the breakup because I never let go of all this bullying that I went through. And I was st- such an I am still kind of an emo person because of it. Like I can cry easily because I feel like a kind of a loser and a victim a lot of the time because I had been for so long and I feel self-pity, I guess, is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, man, I got like thrashed all the time and I felt like a loser and no one, everyone hated me. I got dragged, the football team 
I was in a skateboard with my friend on the street at a wallet chain on. This is like 95 or whatever. And they drove by and grabbed my wallet chain and pulled me off my skateboard. And I, for a second, I dragged like next to the car until my pant loops oh. broke and my chain broke. And I could have got like run over by the wheel. It was bad. I went to a Papa Gino's, which is the pizza place in Massachusetts. And I walked in with my friend Jared, who played also played football, but he skateboarded as well. He and I were skating and ja- they said, Jared, you can stay, but he has to go. And I was like, I'm not going anywhere. I tried to like stand up to them. And I was like, I'm going to eat Papa Gino's. And they went to the car, got baseball bats and started hitting me in the back with baseball bats. And I just ran away. It was Dude, like, I thought this gnarly. stuff only happened in movies. That's like, everyone that's says to me. Everyone says that to me. Medway, Massachusetts, man. It was a bunch of white, angry jocks. Well, it like, was really lousy. I know this stuff really does happen, but it's just like, I just never hear about I it. I just only freak. see it in movies. It was, I was the freak because I don't know why I, had, I looked like it kind of like Kurt Cobain. I had like blonde hair to my chin. It was like long hair and I had stickers on my hat and I wore like long underwear it was. It was underneath the it, I it, I didn't comment one of the one of the guys my ha- my egg got how uh sorry I can't speak my house got egged on Halloween one time and this was the best my dad is the coolest my dad heard it happen we were out trick-or-treating and the football team egged our house and my dad instantly ran outside because he was like giving candy out and he was hanging out with my mom and her friend and he ran down the street it was it's a main street like a pretty busy street he's running down the middle of the street chasing the car because he's trying to get the license plate number and the cops came by and saw my dad running down the street. They're like, what are you doing? And he goes, those guys, those guys just egged my house. Cops chased them, caught the kids. And it was, it was I had to go to a hearing because one of the kids, the, he was the richest kid in town. He, he, was gonna, he thought I, I was going to sue him for all the abuse he was putting on me. <laughs> and we, they wanted to have a hearing to like settle it. But like, we didn't want to sue or anything. They, they were like preemptively like trying to like stop us from retaliating. This guy was like messed up. He was very rich, very privileged. My parents like just did, he wanted him to go away. I ended up switching schools because just to get away from these kids. And then I got bullied there and I had to go back. And by the time I came back, those kids had graduated. So the bullies, I was bully free at that point. But yeah, my dad, my dad was like, no nonsense. He chased those kids down the street. And the kid told my dad to the face that my kids were freaks. And my dad's like, you're a little Hitler. (laughs) You're a little Hitler. Yeah, it was gnarly. My high school was like pretty rough and it was like, you wouldn't think so, but I guess I was the freak and I wasn't even that weird. It was like, everyone was weird in the nineties. How yeah. old were you in the nineties? Like 12. <laughs> How old was I in the nineties? No, you probably were born in 96. Oh God. 96. How old was I in the nineties? I, was, I this, was born in 94. Nathan, my no, no joke. This was happening when you were falling out of your mother's like that year. I think it was 96. Dude, my earliest memory is 1999. The year I graduated, the Dreamcast, one of my favorite systems. Yeah, it's my earliest memory I can remember is 1999, at the end of 1999. Because you were like little fetus at, I up was until like then. Almost four, That's so weird. It's so weird. To, age is crazy because like I don't a point, feel yeah. like an old person. Like I feel, I, I don't know how you guys feel at 26 or however old you are. I felt 14 forever and still do. I feel like I got locked there. But my body keeps changing and I just don't stop feeling 14 i feel like that was for me except it kind of happened around like 21 yeah yeah that was like your 21 lock yeah that's where like i feel like my lock was yeah 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 same and i and i recently really only in like the last years the first time it's like i feel like i'm like 21 but yeah i'm not and I'm 26 now. No. And like I look in the it mirror changes up close when to my you hit skin 30. and I'm like. 30 you start to go, oh, now I'm like oh, an old shit. person. But 30 is not old. I'm no, here I, I am at 41 thinking, oh, I'm still not old at 50. I'm like, all right. But it always changes. It's like, oh, 30 is old. No, no, 40 is old. No, 50. See, here I'm like. Can't I'm get away from I'm that. 28 going to 30. Well, you're 28. You're you older know, than that. years. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm racing towards 30. Yeah. But I mean, I heard 30s are awesome. I mean, it's they always say, and it's kind of true, like 
every decade, the later we get in the future, the future is like the new 20, like, but then there's a point where you can't get away from when you are 50, you can't be doing the stuff you're doing. 20. You could probably do up until early forties. You can make partying, hanging out. But like, this is why I learned something a couple years, right before the pandemic. It was like February before Corona hit. Mm-hmm. I went to, I go to Echoplex a lot and dance. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I listen, I like electronic music and I like dancing. It's a and fun like, venue. Indie, yeah, they have like good indie nights there and they have mashup nights there. that are uh-huh. really fun. And I remember going with my old girlfriend. We were like, everyone's our age. This was when I was 30, 31. Everyone was like, late twenties, early thirties. And it was like hipsters and cool. And I went recently, all my friends kind of had left LA. A lot of people gone. I was still going alone. I was, I guess if I'm 41, now, I was probably like four, I'm probably 39 or something. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't look like them. Everyone's got like cool, everything. They're all like youthful in every way. And uh, I'm dancing. I love dancing. And I just feel awkward. I feel like a predator almost because People will look at this older person and think, oh, he's probably trying to pick up young girls. Cause that's what most people do. I'm not trying to do that, but I'm just so thinking about them doing that. It yeah. ruined my night. Yeah. I felt alone. I felt lonely because I saw no one my age there. And that's a real thing. I used to think it wouldn't matter, but like you can't hang out and do the young person things forever. I don't, but you don't, you don't look 40. I, I like, yeah, that's what I dub said. I, to like, me, I don't, actually. I don't think that's like, it's if, nice if, to if hear. If I was there <laughs> and I saw you dancing, I don't think it would ever cross my mind like, Oh, what's this like old guy doing here? Yeah, yeah. Like I would just wouldn't even think about like, it. Like I have some friends who are older than me, like by like a decade, and they to me feel like older people. I think it's like the way you live and how you act. It like, is. It's. I mean, it's honestly, it's like I do youthful things. I guess I'm still making videos and I jump around a lot. I'm active and I dance, and then I think I'm kind of still into like youthful stuff. Well, I mean, you look point, great. I'm trying to. I mean, like, it's my shape because of the exercising right now. Normally, I'm just skinny, and like yeah, you know, I'm trying to. Uh, I used to look like Steve Brule. Now I want to turn around a bunch of because it's like I'm 26. It's like this is the t- I, I feel like I'm approaching that point where like if I don't change a lot of my habits now, then they catch up. Yeah. Later yeah. and then also I'm trying to uh, do like sunscreen every day and facial moisturizer because I, I started I've doing seen, that. Well, I, my brother's skin is so much better than mine because he is on top of that. Yeah. No. I, I I've seen I saw a comparison where it was uh two twins mm-hmm. and they were both like 80 and one of them did sunscreen and moisturizer like every day from when she was in her like mid 20s uh-huh. and the other one never used it and it's like. She looks like the wrinkles are. Yeah, it's insane. I have crow's feet right here because I never wore sunglasses until two years ago. And I'm always, always squinting. I didn't like sunglasses. So I wear sunglasses now. I use moisturizer. I use sunscreen. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to look like. Yeah, there's some people who I know who look 60 when they're in their 40s. Yeah. Because they're just like, you know, not active and doing the right things. Some people are just naturally blessed with good skin. Yeah, you you do have good skin. What? Dan. And mom. Oh, Anne. Oh, oh. Well, Danny as well. Well, actually, no. Danny kind of looks a little bit. Yeah. You know, Your skin is good, right? His Thank hair you. and his skin. He's Thank got you. incredible genes for yeah. hair and skin. Yeah, you got thick hair and you don't have any wrinkles in your face. No, you don't. Like, I always look at the eyes. Like, when someone smiles, if there's a little bit. When I was 24, I go trick-or-treating still. And in Santa Monica, when I was 24, when we first moved out here, a girl, I had face paint on. And you can see crow's feet through, like, makeup on the face, you know? We were the warriors from... We were the base, no, Baseball Fury, I think they were, in the movie The Warriors. I forget, the baseball team. We dressed up as them. Girl, who's my age, I was like, oh, I asked her out as she gave me candy because I thought it would be funny. It's like, oh, I'm trick-or-treating, but I'm her age, so may as well ask her for a date. And uh, she, go, she goes, I'm not going out with a trick-or-treater. And uh, I was like, what? I'm young. And she's like, no, you're not. You got crow's feet. And that's the first time I heard that. I was like, what? She was like, I see the wrinkles in your eyes at 24. I was like, then I always started thinking about it Jesus at that point. Christ. 24 years old. Do you I have look, them? I looked up close. 
in certain light, if I look up close in the mirror, I can kind of. How do you tell if you have, like, when you, you smile? Have I have them. If you look here, it's like these little wrinkles. But then if you, like, stop smiling, you still see yeah, them. Yeah, so bit. I can kind of start to see it yeah. a little bit. Like, They'll if I look stay. up close in the mirror and I'm like, oh shit. And also the fucking. The brow. Oh, I've, all, I've always had tons of lines on my forehead, even as a teenager. Can, see if you can see it. Like, I'm doing this and you see yeah. this a little bit. When I do not do it, there's like, there's still lines, like, here. Yeah, but like, that's not like age. That's just like not? your face shape. Because your skin has to go somewhere when you scrunch it. True. You know, your skin has to push against itself. I don't know. My friend oh. has a little dent here under his forehead, so he gets it filled with something. It's like it's Botox? like it's like Botox, I think. So he doesn't have a dent. They okay. just like squirt it every year or something. In his head? Yeah. He's got like a dent in his forehead. He so smiles. they just like it's like a little empty spot. Like Transplant something in his, something in his head? All right, man. Uh, he brought it up so many times. This is being ridiculous. I can't tell if you're doing a bit or if you're just trying to be a jerk. <laughs> So we've been like an hour. We should just wrap this up. I gotta go do other stuff. I'm kidding, dude. It's no, that's it, not funny. It's like you're you're being mean. I, I legitimately didn't think it was that big. I mean, I, I thought I actually. I mean, I know, but like it feels like you're teasing now. I, I no, I'm I, down to go along with the bit, but it just doesn't. I well, no. Like when you said, don't bring it up. I thought you were joking. So I. Oh well, well but no. also it, it's like I don't think I don't I don't know why you need to be so sensitive about it. I'm not sensitive about it. It's A just bit. because it's only because I just like go above and beyond to explain to people and then it just sounds like I'm making excuses about how I don't care about it and it becomes a whole thing well yeah, I just, it really I sounds just like try you care to about it now because you're going so exactly and that's what I'm it. saying it does sound like I care about it when if you, I if you didn't don't, say if you uh, didn't get mad at me in the first place and say oh you don't have to talk about that then I just don't want like to that. talk about it because it becomes a whole thing where I just be like I don't you made it a thing I mean oh, we haven't we, we haven't we got us fit we have we haven't finished the um I'm, I'm just saying like we can't end on this yeah no I know I know and I'm like, I truly we've don't, never had I a guest truly don't been, care about it. I don't. You don't. But, yeah, that's why you're I'm trying such to a avoid. I'm it. trying to avoid having to say, hey, guys, I don't care that I get hair transplant, but I did do it just for characters because then it just sounds like I'm making excuses. So I just try to avoid the whole thing in general. I made a post about my Instagram and be like, look, guys, I got I, I moved some hair on my head so I could do characters better. And yes, there's a bonus that I now have some thin bangs, but I don't think I have like amazing hair. You made a post. It's why do not you funny care if I bring it up because it's not I mean, it's a people might not be laughing because like oh he's just kind of being mean I just don't see the comedy in it's that not mean dude it's a well, fucking just comedy podcast me. and you're, you're, you're the one that's bringing up the fucking crack smoking I, I stopped and I was I could have said something right now and you just yeah, said you it brought it up twice because what am I supposed to do you back me into a corner where I'm like oh yeah I, I got a hair transplant because you know it helps me with acting and it, yeah it's cool I guess that I got but like you were straight up doing drug, drugs which is bad drugs for you help me with acting Moving crack, my, crack helps oh, come with fucking acting on, dude, shut up man stop I you, you know what dude alright alright I don't want to Oh, what, what you, hey, you, you, you hey. gonna leave? Can you just like delete the whole thing, man? This is no, we're not stupid. gonna delete. The, come on, dude. I'll hey. just cut out. I'll just cut out all the jokes. I, Stop, dude, dude I flew down here. It cost me two thousand dollars. I didn't get to. There's no podcast I'm supposed to do. I can't do it. I'm here literally for this hour for a weekend for two thousand dollars, and it was just like a waste. Oh, of wait, my maybe time. you have more money if you can spend it on such shitty right, hair transplants. Whoa! Hey! 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 Stop! Stop! Hey, guys! Serious fucking asshole! Stop! Stop! Fuck! God! Hey! Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, 
and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.